Good evening, hunters, and welcome to another thrilling tale from the Agents of Sin. As we were moving the podcast to our new hosting site, we discovered we were missing episodes from the end of our Crystal Heart playthrough. Thankfully, we were able to recover the lost episodes, and we hope you enjoy the final arc from our Agents of Sin. Join our heroes as they track down powerful crystal hearts scattered around the five lands. Dire deeds and deadly adventures await, while ne'er-do-wells seek to abuse the ancient and hidden powers of crystal hearts. Welcome back to Crystal Heart, Chapter 1, Arc 3, the last episode where we do narrations. Uh, So what we've done is this is like the in-between... Like little character development things where you guys get a chance to talk about what your characters are doing. Usually these are flashbacks, um, but we're just kind of using this as an opportunity to talk about what happened after um, you guys pulled the hearts out of the city of uh, Havensburg. So when you pulled the hearts out, the city, all the power in the city shut off, so it started to get cold. And you guys called in help from Sin to um, help with like a relief effort. And they said you guys are going to stay there and kind of help with that. So... Based on the cards that you drew, you're just going to like kind of describe a little scene where you guys are helping out around the, um, the city of Havensburg. So, uh, who wants to go first? That means Mandy's going first. <laughs> okay, no problem. No. So say what you drew and, you know, what oh, that yeah. means. I was planning on it. Okay, I was just saying. All right, so I drew a hearts card, uh, which is um, using love to or in some vague way uh to help the city out and uh the way that i kind of interpreted this for verani is that she um she really she really did she really has a a lot of um affection for the city but also loves technology and really appreciates all of the work that they do with that so what she's going to be doing is um using their technology um so it's a little bit it's a little bit selfish on her part because she is trying to gain as much knowledge of how their stuff works um especially now that there is no heart to power it um so how their stuff works and kind of helping them tweak their tech so that they can keep using it um but then also looking at the tech that they do have and helping them figure out what they can use this for in a more practical sense because i kind of imagine a lot of the stuff they have is very flashy since they haven't had to worry about for you know the vague example the hospitals they haven't had to worry about doctors actually cutting into people or doing anything like that so um, i imagine a lot of what she's doing is oh you guys have this piece of technology well here's how you can use this to here's how a doctor can use this to help somebody here's how um i don't know i feel like that's really the big one is is helping because since they haven't had to worry about people growing older um or you know different ways that tech can help aging people you know because they do have some really good stuff that once they figure out how to power it correctly can be used to help both the aging and the hurt people. So I imagine that's what a lot of what she is doing. I think that makes sense, like especially the powering stuff thing, because that's kind of 
when the creativity heart shut off, that's what like shut off across the city. So if Ronnie's like helping them learn how to make some kind of generator or something like that, that would be super beneficial. Now what I would like to ask, I, I realize <laughs> I realize I'm trying to get something out of this as well. Uh-huh. Narratively, could we say that um, because a lot of the tech that we had needed to be fixed or was going to be very temporary, could Verani occasionally be trying to work on it and maybe she gets it back briefly but because of how it was powered before it needs something way stronger so it's always a temporary fix so maybe like that shield for instance uh we figure out how to make the shield work for I don't know maybe a round of combat and then it gets messed up again and we have to figure something out. Um, so requisition points are a thing in this game. But what I'll say is if you want your requisition points to be going towards like getting a super powered battery from Sin that you can like charge up once an arc or something. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, we can do that. Okay, we'll, we'll talk more about that later, but I, I really like that idea. Okay, cool. Quick, quick question about requisition points. Yeah. Are they pooled or are they individual? Yes. So you get <laughs> you get requisition points. You can hoard them and you can use them together. Um, so or, if we wanted like something, if we wanted to so like mod out our jet or something, or we could buy all, a new jet that we can actually fly, we could. <laughs> well, for <laughs> jailbreak. I'm totally joking. I'm just joking. Hundred percent example though. Like we would all pull for that. But it's like if Caitlin wants a new staff that does a little bit more damage. It's not dipping into my points. Right. It can if you feel like giving points to her. That's fine. But usually no. Okay, so I just wanted to understand. So you basically, they're your points unless you agree to yeah. pool them for the yeah. group or for somebody else. They basically just work like money, yeah. Okay. Woo, money. All right. Problem is, I haven't thought about, do, I don't know how many requisition points we have. It's just been this well, vague concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's be, it, When we started this, requisition points weren't a thing or they were briefly alluded to, and now they're actually detailed <laughs> out. Kind of previous, it was vague, and we were just kind of waving our hands over it now we'll actually start doing it right because we have the rules for it and we'll talk i'm sure off mic about just kind of generally here's requisition points you can have for roughly this i can i can read you guys the rules about them but yeah perfect okay yeah the problem is i'm looking at my character sheet and i just don't know what i would want you You can you can use it to requisition like better weapons specific equipment like if you wanted like a lock picking kit or if you wanted like a tool kit that gives you a static bonus to stuff like that, or you could also use it to requisition hearts, is the other one. Uh, okay. Ah. Uh-huh. So if you want to change hearts, you can spend requisition points, and depending on the quality of heart you want, you can spend more requisition points. Gotcha. So is there, like, when, if you wanted to get a new heart, is there, like, you just kind of tell them what heart you want, and they... The way like, we're going to do how it do you, is How do you have you, to convince them? You don't. It's not, okay. it's not a matter of convincing them. It's a matter of them being able to say no. Um, but them being me the gm who's talking to you so um if you ever want to swap your heart out we'll decide on a heart together and decide on a rank for it together and then you have to spend that many requisition points to get it okay and if you want one off the list you can just have it um it's just the rules state basically i have gm powers to find out that we accidentally made a super overpowered heart and then i can just like take it and be like we have to redo this you know what i mean yeah or if narratively there's a reason where like i want you to not have your heart for a mission so you can earn it back or something you know like that's sin can do that which is basically just saying i can do they have do they have like null hearts they can put in that just have no powers no you can just, you can just get a sucky one that like makes you sweaty and yeah. <laughs> what, what, cozy warmth from our first arc yeah, where it makes yeah. you lightly warm all the time that, that's kind of what i was thinking it was yeah like here's here, here's cozy warmth that makes you feel like you're wearing a sweater like <laughs> you're on the islands now i'm sticky 
<laughs> but yeah, so that's that's how requisition works. Okay. Anyway, circling back around to our event. Yep. Hey. Yep. So if we have any, uh, I mean Rezo. So I drew a diamond for Rezo, which is a tale of desire. And so one of Rezo's desires, one of the things he wants is he wants to improve how sin is viewed in the world and then kind of also part of that improve how sin interacts with the world. He just he wants sin to be a force for good uh, in the world. And so what he's doing is uh, he back in Messiah, he was a hunter. And so he is dedicated his time to um, hunting wildlife in the na- neighboring area to get food for the city. Because I'm imagining that they probably ran on something like replicators that now no longer work. They, they probably, probably didn't, had replicators. They probably, had, they probably did not have to worry about their food, and now they have no food. So that's, that is Rezo's contribution, is he's making sure the people stay fed. Well, that would probably also make a lot of sense, too, if there's, like, you know, montages of you getting down to business to defeat the Huns and, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like having a bunch of, like, squishy scientists and teaching them how to, like, oh, shoot yeah, those yeah, arrows. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. He would, he would be definitely not just doing this. He'd also be teaching them how they, yeah. how they could be, yeah, because it's, like, Give a man a fish, eats for a day. Teach a man to fish, eats forever. Whatever the thing is. <laughs> the thing is, they're the saddest yeah. bunch you've ever met. And they haven't got a clue. Yeah. But I made a man out of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you made a bunch of men out of all of them. <laughs> all right. I'm more upset that you made that reference because I know you don't like that I song. I really hate that song. <laughs> I love that song. That's like, that is one of my favorite Disney movies. Well, Rezo, I'm glad you got down to business. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> to he's, defeat the bears <laughs> and penguins oh, do they really eat polar bears the like rat horrible rat looking things they better not touch those penguins i love them all <laughs> no they're vicious penguins remember we talked about this in i don't my care world, penguins are like bloodthirsty monsters <laughs> that are amazing and, like, and should po- not be harmed and the they're polar precious. bears are like giant rats yeah i think that's just true for bears they actually are just like giant rats <laughs> have you ever seen a shaved bear it's I don't ridiculous. It look it's horrifying. I imagine though Rezo has because he's had to skin a lot of bears to make a bunch <laughs> of people into men. <laughs> That's not how skinning works. <laughs> you don't shear the animal first. I didn't know that. That was a joke. I, I skinned a deer before. <laughs> I think you could also use the skins too because like the place is really cold. Yeah. So you might okay. actually be passing yeah. that out to people as well as yeah. like sure. that, that, I like that place be like an igloo. Huh? Wouldn't it be like the temperature of an igloo? What the city? Yeah, I mean it was a balmy seventy degrees all the time. Yeah, but so. I mean ig- igloos aren't. F- are, yeah, they're not seventy degrees inside an igloo. Right, it's right. still very cold. It's, it's cold. There's just no wind. No, I was just saying like idealized. Like it, it would be like thirty two or whatever because they will maybe. still be uncomfortable. It won't be like deathly. I don't think. But yeah, I mean they need those furs. Those furs will come in handy. Right. I'm not saying it was a bad idea. I was just like, oh wait, they're not going to like get like sub zero temperatures. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, igloos are. A mystery to me and i do not understand how I, they, think, I think it's mostly just just to block wind i think it's mostly just to be in a shelter to i mean block it, out it the generates wind some heat the on snow. the inside right because then it like melts slightly and then refreezes and so it like seals it better i'm sorry this was my digression we don't need to, <laughs> we don't need to be here i just realized somebody who actually knows about igloos should tweet at us <laughs> like i'm not kidding i run the twitter so Please tweet me all of your igloo <laughs> facts because right now I think it's snake oil on magic minus the snake oil. <laughs> all right. All right. And I haven't thought of something to requisition, so I just that, That's fine. You don't yeah. have to do it right now. That's You can also just have two requisition points, you know, and that, you know, just Ooh, keep those I, in a pile. I know what I'm requisitioning. What? Um, so you're going to find out at the end of my thing. You got to sit through my lecture first. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, lecture me. Okay. So Alecky got a tale of success. 
And what he was started to do is he was like, I'm going to be great. I'm going to teach all these people first aid and medicine, and it's going to be great. So he like set up a chalkboard and then immediately got bored of that. <laughs> um, he, he, he's fishing for bennies even, even in his, mon- <laughs> his montage. Uh, but so he started doing that, and like it was partially he didn't have the patience to like wait, like teach a class. And it was also like no one showed up because people don't really like sin here right now. Yeah. Like they have very mixed feelings. They're like, we're not going to go learn from him. But then he started going and just doing first aid to people who needed help. Like, and like setting fractures, like doing stitches where he could, like doing slightly more than first aid, first aid kind of things. And like slowly, like people started like following him around. He started like showing them like how to do this. And like fend for themselves in this way because it's like oh you don't have doctors so now you have people who can at least do triage rather than just like oh this person's arm's broken what do we do <laughs> let's look at it um and then I don't the thing, thing I want to requisition is my grappling hook oh so you just want a grapple gun I want a grapple gun okay yeah you can requisition a grapple gun that's fine I want it so bad <laughs> I, miss it. I, I miss it already and it's been what Ten minutes in this without it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, like, and there's like bunches of like scenes of you like hearing someone scream at the top story of a building, and then you like pull out your grapple hook and click <laughs> it, and it's just like. Oh. I'm just letting you know right now. Had I drawn a tale of love, it was going to be about that. <laughs> <laughs> just going to be you doing a funeral for your grappling hook. <laughs> Taps is playing in the background. Oh. All right, Caitlin, Laura. What's up? Um, so mm, I drew a diamond, which is a uh, girl's best friend, <laughs> a tale of desire. Uh, <laughs> the way they both say it though, they're like, which is, uh, okay. You know, like at that point, if you're going to pause dramatically, you got to finish the joke. <laughs> best friend. Um, a tale of desire. <laughs> um, and what she is really after is the heart of lot preservation. Um, because it has apparently been granting people youth and not aging, um, for all this time. So she convinces Aleki to trade it out, right? Is that something we can do now? Um, or do we have to wait on that? You, you can do that or, um, Verani can just channel it cause she can like copy hearts. Okay. I mean, I'm fine with trading it out. Oh, okay. That's fine. As long as it's like, I'm not going to get beaten in the street because I'm wearing it. No, no, you're not so, going to get beaten in the street because you're wearing it. So I think at first she's like, oh, Verani, can you just copy copy the heart again? You know, yeah. like you did before. And I think at the beginning of Verani's maybe like, and Mandy can correct me if this doesn't feel right. But at the beginning she's like, oh yeah, I can do that. But then eventually it's like kind of, it's like tiring and boring for her because she has to just like, sit there and not do other things when there's all this technology to be doing stuff with. And also Um, it's probably disorienting for her because then she's not hearing all the other hearts that she's used to hearing all the time. So it probably gets really draining on her. Like tedious for her, yeah. So after that like works but she gets tired of it. Um, I would say Mora talks Aleki into trading it out and giving it a spin. Um, And then I think she'll just like stay just kind of like follow Aleki around well, you know, while he's like, doing other stuff. You have, like healing skills as well too, don't you? I do, yeah. So I imagine like I'm just like helping out with you but I'm just like always staying in the vicinity of Aleki yeah. just to soak up all of the 
youthfulness. Well, and so is everyone else too. <laughs> like, as that, that could be like the thing that catalyzes people to suddenly start following him around and listening to him. It also catalyzes like, why I start helping people. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Not that yeah, I'm, you're able to actually slow down and like have a bedside manner in a way that you probably wouldn't have so, previously with your impatient hindrance. Also, a, like, Alecki's a very caring person in general. I want to put that out there. Like, his whole thing is defending people. It's just with his heart, he has more of an urge to heal than before. So I imagine, like you said, you started to try to help people, got bored, switched out your heart, and then actually started helping people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I yeah. tried to teach a class, and that was never going to fly. <laughs> that makes sense, I think, like, switching it out after that. Um, so she just, like, stays with you, um, is helping bandage people up. Um so I think I'm not, I'm also like not necessarily actively using the heart. Uh, you have to be to be healing her, but yeah. Uh, well, I am somewhat, but like I'm trying to actually teach them first aid. It's not just no, like, I, I understand. they're magically better now. But you it, know it, first aid. It, is, it does kind of like deify you to them to a point though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do they know, do the people know that he has that heart now? They would be able to tell, yeah, I okay. think. Or like I have a shirt on too. You know, it's not like just I have open shirt whole time. I, I kind of just assume people can like tell when you have a heart, especially if it's affecting them. Like, but we're also like, like yeah, I don't know. I, I I do not treat hearts as something easily hidden in my head. Like they glow. So at some point, it's like we're wearing Parker. Yeah, we're wearing like big glowing. Well, so so I have a compromise idea if yeah. this would help. Um, so I think. Um, because we've already had hearts, like, yeah, they know we're from sin. Um, but like some maybe kind of pick up on it once, like if, when you're using it for Mora, some people are kind of like, oh, Wait, that seems familiar. That yeah. seems familiar, but it then like be a not feeling. Yeah. Yes, but not not everybody is like you have that heart. You know, it's give it back. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> or, or stay here forever. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like it's like half of them maybe kind of figure it out that you have it, but the other half are just like, oh, they're sin agents. They have hearts. Yeah, yeah. Um, I imagine sense. that it's just like. The stuff he's doing is effective, but is just a little bit more effective than it would be otherwise, and so people notice um, what that yeah, edge. And the thing is, like, I don't mind using it some. It's just more I want to also teach them first aid. No, like, I get you. Yeah, that's fine. Don't take away my victory from me. Yeah, I'm not. Like, I'm not like, negating you. No, educating the public. No, <laughs> just just in terms of the public being aware that we have the hearts. Like so, so. Then my question is, how young is Mora now? Is, so our cranky old woman's not not old <laughs> oh, anymore. Oh, she's still cranky. Yeah, I was gonna she, say, I, that's why I said she's not old she, anymore. I would say she'll she's, still be cranky. She's probably a grumpy thirty something. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, so thirty something. So she's the same age as Rezo now. <laughs> okay. How old is everybody? Rezo is like early to mid thirties. I am okay. very original, and I play somewhere vaguely in my age range always. <laughs> Same. Yeah, that's Ver- kind of... It's a little older than... Right, so, Alecki and Verani are like 20s. Yeah. I put... Tw- I literally wrote down 26. Yeah. Okay. I'm mid-20s. I, I imagine 25, because that's how old I am. But <laughs> I'm that mid-20-somethings yeah. age where nothing important happens. I put early 30s, so just slightly older than I am. <laughs> irony to Zach saying I'm that mid 20 something age where nothing important happens. I'm having a kid in a month. <laughs> nothing important though. Just this garbage. Like getting married and buying a house and having children. I might not, I might not have been listening to Zach when I just glossed over that. 
I thought about that as the words were coming out. Nothing important. I'm like, I'm having a kid soon. <laughs> what I meant more so is like my birthdays don't like between like 24 and 35. My birthday means nothing. Oh, this is just about birthday presents. Like, <laughs> no, it's not though. I get good birthday presents. I have. A- <laughs> Worse. Oh Zach, Zach, there's a point where you just need to just let it go. No, 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 no it just keeps getting let better. Go. Oh my gosh. I haven't gotten a weed whacker for a birthday present yet, so we're good. I want one for a birthday present. <laughs> See, you need to die now. Everyone should tweet us pictures of weed whackers. <laughs> Or answer our question about igloos. That's way more important. I need to understand how Bonus points if you can find a picture with an igloo and a weed whacker in the same well, frame. No, you don't need, I I need say a you picture of a weed whacker and give me information about igloos. I know what they look like. I've seen an igloo. I don't think I've ever seen an igloo. I've seen pictures of them. I don't think I've ever seen a picture of a real igloo. I've just like seen imitations of them. Like the little like... Uh, like artist renderings. Yeah. Well, I was like, thinking... Pick... Pick... What is it? Clip art, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clip art of igloos. Anyways, <laughs> so that's what you guys are doing in the city, yeah? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're playing a game. <laughs> I'm just not having weird tirades. <laughs> uh, okay, so after, you know, probably a few weeks of being there, um, you guys don't have direct contact with Sin basically this whole time. Um, right, because Verani had to do something special to contact them. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So um, eventually, though, you guys are up on the surface at one point, and you see two um, of, like, you basically see your autoplane and another one flying towards the area. Well, by that by that point, I would have used the crystal to contact them. Yeah, the way yeah, yeah, or the, yeah. yeah. But my point is you're not constantly in contact. Correct. They can't, like, call you. Yes, um, yes. That was, like, a one-time thing. So this yes. is now the... After we called, this is the group that is now coming to... This is someone coming, in. yeah. And this is, like, nebulously a week later, right? Weeks later, yeah. yeah. So okay. are we, like, done with the, fixing the city now? Or, well, or you done guys with our have parts? been fixing the city and you, you I mean you don't know right now has okay. Sin shown up at all no this is this, this is, is, the first this is them showing up yeah. okay yeah so this is some nebulous weeks later you see like planes on the horizon flying towards you so there is uh, two planes on the horizon flying towards you oh two coming there are two auto planes okay. yes um, also just so you guys know it was Mandy's interviewer that I was thinking of she's not elderly she's like middle-aged has scars um. Um, you're the person that interviewed uh, Mora was like an old woman. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we were thinking of the right one when you described her. Yeah. But okay. Oh, that, yeah. Because she is in charge of right. sin, right? Or, she's not in charge of sin. She's a senior agent. Let's say. Right. She's like high up in sin. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So these two planes fly towards you and land um, near the city. Um, one of them, the like, I guess gangplank opens up and no one comes out it's empty it's your guys's autoplane the other one opens oh, a pirate walks down going alright get ready for your next mission <laughs> I forgot that we didn't have an autoplane here it was back in the other city yeah. that joke from Zach will be funnier in a couple <laughs> in an episode or two it'll be funny in this episode um, alright so um, but the other one opens up and like a crew of 20 people that are all somewhat sin agents, not necessarily crystal hunters, but other like just folk that work for sin, um, run down the plank and start rushing towards the city. They all seem to be carrying like relief supplies and things like this. And then, uh, the last person to exit is 
um, your guys' kind of mentor. Her name is Sarah. She's a like middle-aged woman that seems like she's been in the field a long time. She's like scarred from what looks like explosions all over the place. Do uh, we have an, a title we call her, or do we just call her Sarah? You would just call her Sarah. Okay, I didn't know if it was like... Or ma'am. Boss, director, <laughs> well, chief. Well, in my notes, big kahuna. her say, name is Sarah. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, like, you don't call your boss, like, boss. Well, it. I would say it kind of depends on like, are we treating sin kind of like a military type thing? Is it like Lieutenant you can Sarah call her or Sarah? Because <laughs> what I have written in my notes is okay. Sarah. Okay, Captain okay, Sarah. we and get it. Written in pen. Okay, so her I name can't, like add. <laughs> well, you could add, but it's fine. We can call her Sarah. You can also call her ma'am if you feel like standing on. Her somebody. name's Sarah, but most people call her Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> there are some who call her. Sarah? <laughs> How many more jokes can we make out of a character named Sarah? This is the most boring name I could have come up with. <laughs> I, in my notes, I now have the other plane has relief supplies and Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> she approaches your party and kind of looks at three of you and then looks at Mora and then looks back at the other three of you and goes, Where's Mora? I'm right here. No, maybe like your mother or grandmother, the old woman that was with your party? Uh, no, that's me. That's you? Yes. I take it you guys have had some adventures while I've been gone? They have amazing anti-aging cream downstairs. It's a magical I should, place. I that would be so. an understatement. We have, we have had quite the adventure, yes. Well, so I assume that her de-aging is something related to a heart... Yes. We found two massive hearts. And, like, I go into what they are. Sure. D- didn't really need to say that. Character. <laughs> it really caught me off guard because I, I said that out of character. You're like, sure. And I'm like, I, do I keep going now? <laughs> Thank you for telling yeah. me about those two massive hearts. I, 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 I do a quick mission brief. Yeah. Just to save us time. Debrief. Debrief. Well, I appreciate your judgment in the field. That was the right decision to make as far as we're concerned. Um, so any hearts you have, I could take from you now and return with. It seems that you have one of the new hearts already in your chest, which is fine. That was painful. More literally ripped my old one out and stuffed this one in. That is... I died a little bit. That is actually exactly what happens. Yeah, it's not fun, but... Do you know that they don't have hospitals down there? It was painful. Well, yeah, I guess if you live forever and automatically heal, what do you need a hospital for? But that will be useful for your guys' team, but I do need that heart of what the creative heart and then whatever your heart was called, whose name I've forgotten. Preservation. Cool. Give me that one. Hook me up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, you're giving your... I guess I'm giving my other one away. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't just get to, like, keep that in, like, your belt. Is that okay? That's fine. You can ask for it back. I'm not going to be a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I... You I figured like eventually requisition it back and then they give yes, it back to you. Yes, like, basically yeah. that's how that works. Um, did we have any other ones to give them? I don't remember. We, if we had did. the radio heart. Yeah, you do have the radio, and heart. we oh, have the yeah. heart of cozy warmth and the those ones you left at an outpost. We oh, okay. left an outpost. Okay. Yeah, so we have, with the dead so we have the radio heart and the creativity heart. If anyone wanted to switch those out, did we find one, one in Volenstad? 
Yeah, that's the one. That's, that's the, the uh, radio one. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So we've basically gotten one heart per arc, though. In the second arc, we got zero. And, and third, third arc, arc you got, got two. two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I imagine that Verani's probably holding on to the hearts, so I'll hand them over. Great. Thank you. So far, great job. And hopefully what you've done with the city is helped to endear us to them a little bit. We'll probably need to work with whoever's down there in the future. Um, yeah, with that whole mission briefing, but they don't. We did a lot of unendearing before we started the endearing part. That's fine. I understand. Sometimes that's how it goes. You might have to do more unendearing in the future, but a good way to, you know, help with that is do some odd jobs for the for whoever we're helping or whoever we're taking a heart from, really, and that can sometimes go a long way. So keep that in mind for your next assignment, which, by the way thought you guys could use a change of scenery a change of pace oh please anywhere but here anywhere but snow well but snow. it's a homecoming for you Alecky. you're being sent to the islands Aww. oh warmth yeah it is quite warm there that's true <laughs> that was that was, that was like she was complaining like oh warm that was very confusing more you sounded disappointed and then we're happy i'm not no, sure I'm, how to i'm just tired of freezing to death here what's wrong with the cold <laughs> Did it never it's bother fun. you anyway? Says, no! Says, says the Fjordstadian. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to burning. I'm really fair. <laughs> this, is, this isn't going to be fun. I mean, I can handle some cold, but really, this is just obnoxious. So you're to, be, to be fair, we've been in a climate-controlled area for the last good while. It's not been that. It's not been cold for a little bit. That's, I mean, it's been it's been pretty cold since we took the heart. Yes, <laughs> I mean, then, but guys, I think Sarah wants to talk. No, it's fine. You guys keep having your conversation. It's all right. I don't mean to butt in. We're excited. We get to. I get to go home. Yeah. So where we're sending you is called Compass Point. It um that's not really its name, but that's kind of the name they tell people that aren't from there. So we call it Compass Point. Anyways, um. It's the it's the largest kind of island in the islands. It's kind of confusing to say. It's the largest island in the archipelago that makes up the region called the islands. I was gonna like make a reference to like a, an island on Hawaii or like one of the Hawaiian islands, but they and call like, it the Big Island. And I'm, well, I also don't know if Hawaii's the biggest one. It, it is it by is. like actually a freakish amount. Yeah, like you wouldn't think about Hawaii being enormous, but compared to all the other islands, it's. Yeah. Huge. Right, but I didn't want to be just like, you mean like Hawaii? And then just be like, what are you talking about, Zach? Stop being stupid. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I actually, I actually was curious about that and checked recently. Um, so yeah, they've been having issues with piracy. And I mean, I'm sure once you get there, they'll be able to explain a little bit more. But we've had reason to think it has something to do with hearts in some recent reports that we've heard from them. So you're being sent there. So... Hop on your old autoplane and make your way to the... Well, you don't really have to make your way. It'll make its way for you. <laughs> um, by the way, fair warning. Um, we're going to need that autoplane back. So once you're at the islands, you're kind of at the islands until you figure out how to travel from there. You're fair abandoning warning. us there? I wouldn't say abandoning you. I mean, you're competent individuals. You you can't send the plane back the same way that it flew here. You can't like well, we, autoplane it. Oh no, we could we could send it back for you. Yeah, what I'm saying is the islands are connected by water. That thing that humans can't walk across. So you can't fly from point to point. Is what I'm saying. We need that back. And then after after you're done there, maybe we'll send you to get picked up. Maybe you know barter passage, whatever you guys decide works. Got it. Got it. Anyways, any other questions? 
Nope, that'll be it. Well, there ain't no rest for the heart seekers. Get going. <laughs> Are our duffel bags on our auto plane? Sure, yeah. Those duffel bags, they're on there. <laughs> I like to think we get in there and we open the duffel bags and like everyone's stuff is just mixed into every bag. <laughs> <laughs> Spend the first hour sorting through it. Oh, and you said the like the temporary items, like the really good pulse rifle. Oh, those I are have. broken. Yeah, gotcha. So those wait, we all also got like sin issued toothbrushes, so they're all the same. Oh. <laughs> Was all our stuff still at what's her name's house? Yeah, what stuff? Uh, all all of our stuff because we got kind of picked up in the middle of the night. You guys had all your equipment at that point. No, we had all our equipment, not, but we, we, we had, had like we were staying at I can't remember where it was. It uh, yeah, well, like Verani didn't have actually Verani didn't have the. Radio Heart with her because we left that in Wallenstadt. Oh, well, it must have been no, no, in the Stavensburg. Which is the one that we've been in? Wallenstadt is where we've been for the last. Oh, month. I said it wrong at the beginning of this. That's okay. We'll oh, okay. Havensburg yeah. is where well, Sophia was. We yeah. would have yeah, left yeah, it with Sophia name. then. Yeah. So. Right. so all of our stuff, like the stuff that we didn't have on us that day, what is was that, all though? still. I don't. I mean, clothes. Yeah, extra personal effects. Yeah. I, I I imagine those all got loaded onto the plane. <laughs> okay, I, ima- <laughs> I imagine since Sophia is probably a friend of ours, yeah, that yeah she has a good relationship with Sin. Yeah, she probably got and us. We saved her life. <laughs> she she's probably like, I have guests coming. They can't have their stuff here. <laughs> <laughs> she just threw it out in the road. <laughs> That's why all of our stuff is mixed up is because of the butler. He didn't like us. Oh, so uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he mixed it all up on purpose. <laughs> what, was it was it Hector? Is that his name? Uh, I think so, yeah. Hector. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we're going to end with you guys kind of flying south towards the sunset. Parallel, perpendicular to the, whatever the sun is. Well, moves does the in. sun rise and set in the same directions here? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. You guys fly towards the horizon. Off to your next adventure. <laughs> Yay! Is that really an hour? Huh? No, it's 39 minutes. I was going to say, this is a short episode. Yeah, it's, it's going to be. Okay. It's, I, I might release this one at the same time. As and we all freeze mid-jump. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Crystal Heart. The game is run in Savage Worlds. Additional rules and setting information provided by Aviv and Aaron from uptofourplayers.com. For more information on Crystal Heart, we strongly advise you visit their website. Until next time, Wanderers, danger is always close to their heart! <laughs>